All right, well, hey, we're back on the trail, right? Back on the trail. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Today uh, has been one of those days, you know? Yeah. Um, I know people have days that are really crappy, and I know people have days that are really good, but roller coaster days are what, uh, they, they bug me like crazy because everything is so, so good, and then one little thing just like throws it off the rails, and... And I, I get frustrated because I can't let go of that one little thing. Um, no, yeah, me too. If I'm like, I don't know, if like one thing isn't right with me and another person, I'm just like focusing on that. Oh, yeah, I can remember that forever. when you've been mad at me about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it like shut you down for like one time a whole week because I was out of town. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. This is Molly Masters. I'm Alan Johnson. We're back on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> Reliving some old times. Oh yeah, let's just bring them back up. <laughs> <laughs> Good memories. How long have we known each other even now? Um. What year did you start college? I was thinking about this the other day. I think nine years, because I started in 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. Froggy fresh. 2012. Oh, yeah. 2012. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing everyone said. <laughs> What's one of his lines from his rap song? Um, the baddest. Of the mall. I am yeah, the, the baddest, baddest of the mall. mall. Wow, that is If you classic. ain't about money, then I don't mess with <laughs> I y'all. I don't mess with y'all. <laughs> oh. Classic. Yeah. If only I had stacks. What, you think he would be like... Stacks like him. ...funny nowadays to like Gen Z? <sighs> I don't know. They would probably... Yeah, how would they respond if that came out right now? Probably not good because they had a gun in the video. They do like... Do they still do stuff? I mean, like, they like The Office, so I, fig- I figure, oh, like, you- yeah. and it's so old. The kids these days do like they The do Office. They do like The Office, so some humor doesn't die. <laughs> some humor. I just- but the question would be, <laughs> is Froggy Fred, was that really good humor, you know? Maybe not. I don't know. Like, I haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite since probably, like, it came out. Yeah. And I feel like I should watch it again, just... Hmm. Just to see what I think. Because I thought that was so funny. I had a vote for Pedro shirt. Pedro. You, Pedro. Just, you said it just like the principal says it. <laughs> Pedro, you goof. Pedro. Okay. Pedro. <laughs> you still have your shirt? No. What happened to it? I don't know. Oh, man. But I remember wearing it a lot. So if, really if, cool. if, if a boy built you a cake, you would fall in love with him, right? Is that in the movie? Oh, forget it. You can't have the shirt now. If you ask that question, listeners I don't will remember. Know. It's oh been my so gosh. long. You don't remember okay. that? Well, I probably would if someone oh. made me a cake. Poser. You just got the shirt. <laughs> you didn't even like the movie. I wouldn't even vote for him. <laughs> I, did. I really didn't vote for him. I really didn't. <laughs> I voted for the cool guy. Vote for Summer. Vote for summer. Vote for summer. <laughs> Man, that's what we should have been saying during the election. Yeah, that would have that would have just taken the pressure off of so much stuff. Vote for summer. We should have put like yard signs. Yes, yeah, vote for vote. summer. 
people would have been going, well, you want it to stay summertime forever? What, what do you mean by this? <laughs> Most people wouldn't know it. Oh. Vote for summer. What a good... Oh, man. Napoleon Dynamite was classic. Yeah, I was um, uh, eating lunch with this, uh, this guy named Steve today, and we were talking about movies. Yeah. And uh, he, he, I said, what are your top three? And his third one that he mentioned was radio. Didn't you say that you like the movie Radio? Or you don't even know what I'm talking say about. That. Is it not you? I just said that it makes me cry. Oh yeah, well that's what he said too. Okay. He always cries at that one scene or whatever when he gets stuck in the closet or whatever. I can assure you that in my top three movies are not sports movies. Well, I know that. I didn't say it was your top three. I said <laughs> okay, you like okay, the okay. movie. Because because I just I was like yeah I was thinking about that it had it, it must have been you that had talked about that movie or whatever because I hadn't seen that in forever. Uh, and I think that's what I said then the day that you talked about it too. I still haven't seen it. I've only yeah. seen it a couple of times. Solid movie though. I think I've only Solid seen movie. it twice because I cried too much. <laughs> Solid movie. Speaking of stuff we've seen, so I know that a lot of you people out there have watched Outer Banks or whatever. <laughs> I just want you to know that it's a you're pretty behind. And I know I'm behind. Okay. I know I'm behind. That because that was like the big thing last like during quarantine and stuff in the summer. I'm pretty sure. I don't like, remember when it came out, but in, it was like in 2020 last summer? year. Yeah. yeah, it was like I remember. I remember Reed and Emery talking about it. You know, so but of course I didn't watch it. It sounded stupid to me. <laughs> just you know, catching up. And uh, for some reason, my wife Shauna uh, watched part of an episode, or she watched an episode the other night, and I saw part of it. And then last night, this is why it's on my mind. Is last night I came home, uh, and she was she was watching it, and so I watched part of another episode. And what I told her about Outer Banks is. And I want to know if anybody else has said this theory. Um, I want to know if I'm the first one to think of it because this would be this could be my claim to fame okay. right here. You know, I've never. You're like, why is this man still talking about Outer Banks? <laughs> what an old idiot! Yeah, I know, I know. So, but if it's already been said, I just want people to know that I've never heard anybody say anything about this. This is my own theory. <laughs> How much research have none, you done? Though? None, none. But but I just want people to know this is my first impressions. After watching that for like maybe thirty minutes of, okay. of that show, and then and then last night the thought was confirmed. So, Outer Banks is it's Scooby Doo except they smoke weed. That's okay. that's the, that's the difference. So they solve crimes. They solve mysteries, right? Okay. So and there's two girls, mm-hmm. and the the only other difference is there's. There's no Scooby. I'm pretty sure they smoked weed in Scooby Doo. <laughs> Shaggy definitely. The mystery likes. machine. <laughs> the mystery machine, yeah. But they actually show them smoking weed. Okay. I guess is what I'm saying. But but instead of having Scooby, you have John B. Like that's the main guy's name. It's John yeah. B. So okay. Scooby, John B. All right. He and Scooby was kind of the main character. The show was named after him. Okay. John B.'s the main character in this. And then there's two other guys. And in Outer Banks, one of them kind of reminds me of Shaggy. Mm-hmm. You know. Because uh, he's the guy that smokes the most weed, okay. he looks the most like Shaggy. And then, and then there's uh, the other guy who's sort of more like the, uh, uh, well, I don't know how you describe him. He's he's the he's the smart one of the bunch. I guess okay. he's the one that actually has has brains, you know. And then it was really funny last night because what I saw they were lowering the one guy, John B, uh, the the cool surfer the guy that you've heard about, you know, the dog. They were lowering him down, you know, on a rope. And it just reminded me that in Scooby Doo, it was always Scooby that really did anything. 
you okay. know, like the dangerous stuff, you know. Yeah. And so that's what this guy was doing. He's been lowered down this tunnel on a rope or whatever. Did so. anyone have glasses? None of them have glasses, so that is problematic with, with like, Velma or whatever. But yeah. but what I was thinking is, is, is there's one girl that's a little more, like, girly, girly, and the other girl is a little more, like, not tomboy, you know, definitely, you know, definitely um, uh, not short hair like Velma uh, and not a brainiac like they say Velma is, but she's actually pretty smart and she is kind of like a surfer girl type, uh, okay. a little bit more tomboyish. So I feel like it's, and they drive an old van, you know, too. So. Yeah, so they definitely took some notes. Yeah, I mean, they have to be thinking, and they solve mysteries. And like last night, they were breaking into some old lady's house, and she's like blind and supposedly really old. And when she woke up, um, she was like, and they showed her walking around with a fire poker, and she looked like a zombie. I mean, mm-hmm. she looked like a monster. They took her know. mask off, and it was their neighbor. Yeah, right. Yeah, they didn't unmask her, unfortunately. Okay. You know, and, and she didn't go, "Well, you stupid kid," you know. But you, you, you I almost would have gotten been, away with it. I bet you, at the end of the series, there is some adult that they uh, bust, and it'll be like that. What, These, are you gonna stick around? The, the, no, I'm not gonna watch <laughs> it. <laughs> you sound really into it. No, I'm just. I just want to know if I'm right about this theory. So. If anyone hears this... And well, I've been watching a lot of Nancy Drew. New episode comes on tonight. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. I've got some theories about that, too. It's for dorks. Okay, <laughs> before we move on to what we're supposed to actually talk about... The Bible. The Bible. Um, we were talking about movies. You segued into this TV thing. The new like trend on Twitter right now is um, people naming their comfort movie. So what's your comfort, comfort movie? Comfort movie? Yeah. What what is a comfort movie? I guess it's like a movie that could just that you just have playing in your house like when you're just pilling around, maybe you'll watch it here and there, but it's just like you can watch it over and over again and it brings you comfort. Okay, so that's two different things. Like like there's no movie that I would just like I I'm, I'm not the kind of person that just has has the TV on and like I will occasionally look at what's going on or whatever, you know, like yeah. I don't do that kind of stuff. If something's on, are you just going to watch it? I'm going to watch it or I'm going to go do something else, you okay. know, like totally unrelated to TV, you know. Okay. Like I don't even really need to have music playing when I'm working on a project or something. Like a lot of people want to be outside and they'll play their radio or whatever or what it, you know. I mean, I might listen. The only thing I might ever do like that is I might listen to a ball game while I'm doing something else. Okay. But if I'm watching something, I'm watching it. So, but if you're saying a comfort movie is something you'd watch over and over again, you know, and it kind yeah. of brings you to this place, um, there's a lot of those. I don't know if I can name. I mean, <laughs> you know. But if you had to choose one to watch, just one. Yeah, because you you only have one TV. Just watch one. Probably Gladiator. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Well, mine's Princess Diaries. <laughs> so very different. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just said The Devil Wears Prada, we could say that those would have been similar. I've Gladiator. never even seen that. Have you not? No. Really? See, I've actually seen that movie. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's good. And a lot of people do say it's a comfort movie. Yeah, I don't mine's know. Mine's just Princess Diaries. I also like Princess Diaries 2 and Crazy Stupid Love. With Steve Carell. Good. Crazy Stupid Love is kind of a funny movie. I do like that movie. Um, uh, you uh, you sound like the guy in... Uh, you sound like Johnny in Cobra Kai. He's like, 
uh, yeah, I like Iron Eagle and Iron Eagle 2. And <laughs> There's something else where somebody says that exact kind of thing. Like, I like and, and 2. And, Shrek and, 1, Shrek 2, <laughs> Shrek 3. I can't remember what it is, but it's really, it's the same kind of stuff. So, comfort movies. Yeah. Pretty good. Hmm. See, I would say any movie would be my wife's comfort movie because she is the kind of person that if she's working on a project, she wants she, something. she'll have something on, you know, and she'll halfway watch it and halfway keep doing what she's doing. But she can do, she can multitask well. I think that's what why. What is Shauna's favorite movie? Oh, man, I'm going to ask her this later. Yeah, I don't even, she would, she would take her like We're 30 minutes. We're doing a couple's tests with yeah. Alan and Shauna. It would take, it would take her 30 minutes to answer that. And I can tell you right now, I have no <laughs> earthly idea what she would say. She okay. doesn't have stuff that she likes to watch over and over and over again like like uh, some people do. Um, what would she say? She does like the Gilmore Girls, though. Yeah. At least the early the early Gilmore Girls, you know. Yeah. By the end of it, I think her and Emery both were just like, She's whatever. getting annoyed with Rory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was annoyed with them the first time I saw them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I th- I'd say she would she would probably put that up there as something that she... That's, that's the... Because... She would have a comfort movie, like if she's working on some kind of like recovering a chair kind of project or whatever. Shauna Johnson yeah. classics. I've, I've definitely seen her do that and watch Gilmore Girls at the same time. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, 1 Corinthians 13 is what we're going <laughs> to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. I don't even know how you segue to the Bible after all this nonsense we've mentioned. But um, if you go back to the very start of the show today when we were talking about the roller coaster of a day and 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 remembering what's important and 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 then you're sitting here talking about comfort movies what what kind of brings you to a place of of feeling comfort and knowing mm-hmm. that things are going to be okay Paul writes to the Corinthians in in this chapter about the most excellent way so he says if i speak in the tongues of men and angels but have not love i'm a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but have not love, I'm nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to the flames but have not love, I gain nothing. And I think, like, when you look at life at the end of the day, you know, you could have all these accomplishments, you could have a really great day, you could have incredible success in your campus ministry or in your job or your record career or whatever it is. But if you don't have true love in your life, like if, if, and when I mean that, I, I don't mean like your one true love, but if you don't, if your life is not filled with authentic love, mm-hmm. if you don't have that in your heart, if, and I would say if you're outside of a, a real true relationship with God, then you, you are in a state of, of having nearly nothing, you know, or kind of clanging in the wind, so to speak, and not. But do you think it's like love for people? Or love for things? Like just any kind of love? Or Okay, so what I would say, when I, when I said that, I, I don't even... I think it's, it's knowing that you are loved, I think, is what brings you to that place of what matters. And I think if you know you are loved, then you have the ability to love others, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can really truly love other people if you don't feel loved yourself. Okay. Yeah, that's why you, you know people make all those jokes in movies like 
like Ricky Bobby was on the other night or whatever. And the little kids are, you know, they're they're so horrible. But then when they start acting good, they're really, really funny. Mm-hmm. And one of them says to their granddad, like, you know, you, you didn't receive love as a child, did you? Or whatever, you know. <laughs> and I think that's like, I don't know how you can really give authentic love if it doesn't come from a place within you where you already have that. And, yeah. and so that's what I mean is that you... If you don't have that in your life, if it's not real, authentic, real, authentic, that's a dumb, you know, you say both those words, but um, if you don't have an authentic love in your heart, if you're not filled with love, I think you, you end up doing a lot of things that are meaningless, I think, mm-hmm. maybe in life. And, and I think certain things are harder to take. I think certain things are harder to see, and it's just hard to understand stuff if you don't have that kind of love in your life you know yeah so um and i think it's super hard to love other people if you don't feel a genuine love and i think that's why you know our world is in the disarray that it's in so much is because people fail to see that Mm -hmm. um and we put other things over it and and we miss a lot of these traits that he goes on further and further in this letter about Love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't envy, doesn't boast, isn't rude or self-seeking, you know, because we, we end up living like that. You know, we are rude, we are self-seeking, we, yeah. we, we do boast, we do, you know, have massive amounts of pride. And, you know, the, the exercise that we did, and we didn't, like, yeah, whatever. The exercise that we did when we did this at Outback a few weeks ago and I guess I did it somewhere else because it's ringing a bell twice in my head. Did now. you do it in the 180? I did it in the 180. I mm-hmm. guess that's why I'm thinking twice. Yeah. So that uh, if you put your name in the place of like love is patient, love Molly is kind. Molly is patient. Molly's Molly patient. Kind. Yeah. Are any of those true statements right? I mean, are, and which the question that I asked was which of those is the most true? Do you have the most trouble with? And and which is which is the least true? Yeah. 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 And I, I know for me, I, I did that for myself, and mm. I, I felt it was it was it was incredibly clear um, where it's definitely different on each day. That's what I was gonna say. Is like I don't know if I've ever been all of these things all at once, right? But right. like definitely, like this season of life, I'm more of this, and this season of life, I'm more of this. For me, the one that stands out the most is is uh, if you were to say Alan is not easily angered, I think that 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 rings the most false when I think about it. I mean, I don't brag a lot. I don't think, I don't really get that envious. I feel like in a lot of ways I'm patient, in a lot of ways I'm kind, and I try not to hold grudges. Like I can see myself doing okay in yeah. all of those other categories there. Um, all Like hope, I feel like I'm a hopeful person. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've persevered in, in, in different times in my life. But, yeah, I do get mad about stuff pretty easy sometimes. And maybe I don't show it all the time. Uh, and maybe some of the stuff I get mad about is dumb. But uh, Mine might be the, the record of wrongs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that about you. <laughs> Let's talk about our previous conversation. Yeah. yeah that one's kind of hard for me. But the reason that I like that exercise is not to beat ourselves up, but I think it's just so good to be realistic to evaluate 
what you really need to work on. You know, Paul yeah. says it's the most excellent way. So, so how do I show love in that in that way? If if I know that I'm easily angered, how do I work in such a way as to to not be to not easy, be you know to, to grow to grow through that and be around people who don't make you angry. <laughs> yeah, which that's I don't know if that's really growing. I mean, that, that works in some <laughs> ways, kidding. but. But, you know, because it does matter, like, the heat of the moment type stuff. Yeah. And, and how are you – and I think about, like, people that train for events, like, anything athletic. I know we talked about godly training in, in a race and stuff a few weeks ago. But, yeah. Or even someone that does their job well and, and really works hard at that task or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like – Trying to prepare yourself so that in the moment you'll be who you need to be. Yeah. Because it's easy in in a in in a in a filtered situation or when you're removed from it or in practice, if you will, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of easy to 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 do well, you know, to to not be that thing that you're trying not to be. Yeah. Um, like it's if, or like even if. If your friends are like talking to you about a situation that they're in, and you're like giving them <laughs> advice, and you're yeah. like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. You should do this." And then you're in that position. You're like, "Right, right." And I see. I think that's why it's good to have other people in your life because I think sometimes in those situations when they're coming to you with their problems, and you can see it from another perspective. From another perspective, I think the smart person not only tries to help their friends but then is able to look at their friends and see themselves and go wow the next time i'm in that situation yeah. i'm going or to act i have been in that situation yeah before and, and this is what i did or or how will i or i wish i would have done that yeah, yeah. right and and then how will i do better when i'm in that situation again, again. i think that's that's one of the the benefits there yeah. is is in talking through things with other people is trying to Make yourself stronger in that sense. Because, right, I mean, it's all, it all gets crazy at some point, you know. Another thing that's interesting is that this is chapter 13, and that's Taylor Swift's lucky number. And her most popular song, I feel like, is Love Story. So, (laughs) I'm connecting the dots. I'm just trying to not die from boredom. (laughs) That's... (laughs) You know, it is funny that you mentioned that song because Sunday we're driving back from our camp out that we had with students and we we're going through places where there's just like not consistent radio and so I was listening on my phone to songs to stay awake and I was just scrolling through my you know phone <laughs> yeah, and, and I have some Taylor Swift on there for different reasons. One of them was I, I got it because Shauna liked something or whatever, I can't remember. But then another one was because we were doing all that carpool karaoke stuff. Oh, yeah. And that Love Story song came on. And, and then I immediately hit Story. Did we do song. Love Story? <laughs> no, we didn't. We did You Belong With Me in 22. Yeah. In our know. carpool karaoke. Uh, I didn't. I check that out, listeners. <laughs> Wesley on YouTube. Yeah, check it out for <laughs> sure. But yeah, it came on. Was it the new version or the old version? I couldn't tell you. I just bumped it to Taylor's the next version. song. Taylor's <laughs> version. It's probably the old one. 
I'm sure it was old. I yeah. mean, they, I would have I would have put that she on there. She just re-recorded like, it. Oh, yeah, it's and totally old. it just old. was released a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you think I have a new release it's... of Taylor Swift on my phone? No. <laughs> Be realistic, Molly. <laughs> There's a purpose for all the weird stuff I have on my phone. I would phone, think like, after nine years of knowing you, like, would have rubbed off a little bit. No, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy uh, that song in particular. I would say that's probably if I had to pick a favorite you know, of hers, favorite. that might be my favorite. You okay. know, definitely in that vein of her music where it was more, you know, not really, it was more country-ish. You know, that's what I, I like. Okay. Country Taylor. Country Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeehaw Taylor. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway back to back to 13 yeah um, 8 through uh, 12 gets to the point where Paul's talking about like knowing in part but then he'll know in full and yeah. and, and the completeness of love eventually and, and I think that's I don't know I think we miss a lot in our society because of what our definitions of love really we don't ever have the full capacity for mm-hmm. there's so much that we don't understand about God's love and we I mean we think about the ultimate loves in this life you know who you're married to the way a parent loves a kid that kind of stuff I mean those are kind of the two really big ones you know yeah. your your romantic love and then man if you have a kid there's nothing like that on earth the way a parent loves a kid so but I think those still are only reflections of the way God really loves us and the way he's calling us to love other people. And I think like Paul felt like that he understood in part, but then one day he would understand in full and in completeness. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what we can look forward to and 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 try in our lives to get to get closer to I don't know. I'm not even I don't even have the words for it, I guess, but but that's the goal is to be able to love like God and mm-hmm. not just like we saw something in a movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know. Like I feel like like you know in Princess Bride. The the can you nope you can't. Never mind. <laughs> I don't anyway. know it. He at the end of the movie they, the, the, the the princess and the dude they finally kiss and and he's like, there have been four greatest kisses rated or blah, blah, blah. And this was above them all. It's some fairy tale malarkey kind of stuff. That's the narrator? Yeah, the narrator says okay. all that. Yeah. Do you know there's a narrator in Princess Bride? Because you've never watched Princess Bride, right? No. Golly. I know we've had it outside at Wesley before, but I did not pay attention. Right, Molly, you have got to watch that movie. This I is don't just know, one man. of those that, I it mean, seems, okay. it's just too good. Anyway, okay, okay. So, so he. he he says that that but again and so i my point is there is that we rate love based on what we know and, and we have like these mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe they're fairy taleish at times conceptions of of what of what love is or what you great love, love how is. you have been loved right yeah that's good where'd you come up with that just now i don't know it just <laughs> happened <laughs> Molly contributed. Oh, oh guys, my gosh. Hey, guys. I said something. <laughs> That's actually better than my Scooby-Doo take on Outer Banks, maybe. You know? uh, well, that is how we learn to love, really. And and so I guess where I was going was that there's no way we can fully understand the enormity of, of God's love for us. But if we follow your wisdom right there, yeah. what you said, 
that you love how you've been loved, that that's the idea, that we can get there because if we can begin to understand how great God loves us, which I think we can, like if we look at ourselves as we're sinners, that, that God loves despite all of our wrongdoings and Yeah, and, but you have to look at failures. that love because when I was thinking of that, I was thinking of people who like maybe like what you were saying earlier people who weren't shown love i guess yeah growing up and stuff and like maybe they were loved in a broken way and so maybe they have like a a bad take on love yeah. and it might be hard for them so yeah they have to look at god's love right well see and that's really good too because if you think about that then it's so just even from just a family standpoint, yeah, right? Family so, so this person shows this distorted view of love to their kids, mm-hmm. and then it just can kind of get passed down, and you can yeah. see the the dysfunction that that creates, and and how you can just get things so far out of whack, and and you think almost too that that's unfixable. But then think about how many people, and I think people that we've known here at Wesley Foundation. How many other people, yeah, that pour that, into that, people. That that they've had the love just people. like crappiest examples of real love at home. But then they come here and they meet God. Mm-hmm. And and then that totally changes the game for yeah. them. And then they're able. And changes, ripples down. It ripples down yeah. to their family. you know. So that is... That's what we hope for and pray for. And I think that's why Paul talks about it as the most excellent way. And that's why he says at the end that uh, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. You know, that that, um, that love remains, that love doesn't fail. Yeah. And, you know, and Paul doesn't say it right here, but but the idea that, that love conquers all, mm-hmm. um, that the love of God wipe out any stain, any sin. I mean, that's... That's what you hope for. And and to know that we've seen that displayed in people's life again and again over yeah. generations is a testament to how, how great God's love is and, and what he what he can accomplish, what he can do. And that should be the inspiration for us to know that if we if we show that love to other people that it's gonna come back around. There is gonna be a, a ripple mm-hmm. um, in all that. So and that ought to inform and motivate and inspire us in everything that we do yeah. to really live the most excellent way. And obviously that, that gets right into the whole leave it better than you find it concept that, that if, we're, if, we're, if we're loving people with the love of God and we know that that love is, is greater than anything else on the planet, then that the force of that, like, like God's love can overpower any evil any hatred, any darkness, and that's what we push for in life, and that's why we keep showing God's love to other people. So, because we know what the ripple effects mm-hmm. are, and like you said, you, you love how you've been loved. So, if we can introduce people to God's love, then they can in turn love other people like that, and we can see things really get different. Uh, and re- that's how we see the kingdom of God come. Solid today. Yes. Despite your feeble attempt to insert Taylor Swift into the conversation, <laughs> uh, we survived another podcast. It's been a while. I feel like I needed to somehow. Another day on the trail. Another day on the trail. 
Do you think you'll still like Taylor Swift when you're eighty? Like seventy, and how old will Taylor Swift be then? Are y'all the same age? Like no, what? What's, she's thirty-one. She's older than you by. She's four only four years, years older than yeah. you. So when she's when she's sixty-five, you'll be sixty-one. Well, she may not still be singing anything new by then. I wonder when she'll quit doing new stuff. Yeah. I just, she's interesting because she's kind of timeless so far. Like she's re-recording all of her old albums. Oh, right scratch now. that. She's not timeless. She's but only because she doesn't own them. Oh uh, yeah. So I she's know. re-recording. So she can't own them. But it, yeah, I wonder at at the last stage of her doing new stuff, if you will still like what she's doing. Yeah. Like if y'all will just grow through the ages together. I don't know. It's I wonder if I'll be about. like one of those like lame old ladies, like like the old ladies that were obsessed with like Elvis back in the day. Yeah, but see, that's different though. He didn't. They didn't really grow with him, you know. And if like, she if she grows. if she keeps growing in her career and keeps singing, yeah. are you still going to keep liking it? And I think probably you will, because um, that'll be someone that you've like marked your life with. I think you know, which is interesting. Maybe. I will always love Taylor Swift. But it won't be a memory, though, you know? Like, like, like I mean, I like Garth Brooks, but I don't know what the heck he's doing now, you know? But I, I like Garth Brooks when I was in college. That was incredible. And I'll always like those songs because of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's my Taylor Swift in that sense. I mean, I was probably, you know, as ridiculously excited about his music as you are about Taylor's. So, uh, but I don't know what kind of pets he liked and all that kind of bull crap because there wasn't an internet. It wasn't like then. social media, yeah. yeah. It was like you just got a CD and yeah, that was it. You know, maybe you saw him on TV. Or what did y'all have like vinyls? <laughs> My first experience What's with Garth track? with Garth besides the radio would have been like cassette tapes. Okay. But I did buy some CDs at some point, which I think the only CDs I ever bought, almost so. I don't even know why we're talking. Anyways, about it. Really happy uh, trails. Yeah, happy trails. <laughs> live with, live the most excellent way. Mm-hmm. Adios. Bye.